What it do, what it do, what it do. It is your boy, Andrew Schultz. And we're here with Talk Shit or Get Off the Goddamn Pod. Um, As always, we're here with old man Huggy, Joseph Huggins himself. Welcome, motherfucker. What's up, man? Man, um, so we've been having bear with us, having microphone issues over on Mr. Goody Two Shoes' side. Oh, wow. yeah, it's because I dropped the mic too many times. No, I doubt it, or not on purpose. You were like probably drunk and stumbled and dropped it. How dare you? First, oh, that's it's kind of believable. Um, and it's hey, very, it's very sacred. This microphone, like I like, as soon as we're done, I put it back in my backpack and I do not touch it until we do it again. Dude, that's wild. So this mic is actually like a really nice one, but I bought it years ago. And I mean, it's been like sitting on a shelf in a bag. Like it's, I haven't, like I didn't touch it, plugged it in and it works perfectly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good times. Um, if you watched uh, the screen players episode last night, that got brought down by YouTube. We got popped. I apologize to the YouTube gods. I didn't realize that some of those clips since they were posted on your platform, I could not stream and play because I'd be violating copyright laws. So I do apologize. Thanks for the warning. We're on it and we'll uh, keep pushing. So yeah, they took it down. You you can catch it at um, um, Twitch. Um, uh, What else? Facebook. Yeah, Twitch and Facebook. It ends abruptly. We don't get to really like play, finish the final fight scene because that's when we got popped. We were almost done. I thought it was a banger. So go check it out. It's on the Facebook page, Old Man Huggy Productions, or you can still see it on the Twitch channel if you're watching in here. They didn't take it down. They weren't pissed. But YouTube, you know, literally shut us down and deleted it in real time. They're like, this has been deleted and it's gone forever. I was like, oh, shit, my bad. I did not mean to do that. Well, I still have the audio, so fuck them. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're we're rolling deep. I and mean, I still have the, the video. Like, I mean, I save everything, but I mean, obviously, uh, and it's on Facebook. So, I mean, you can watch it. It's still up. Just you can't watch it on YouTube. They deleted it. Yeah. Screen okay. players, y'all. All right. But we're here for episode 33. I titled it Birds Aren't Real. Why? Because Larry Bird's number was 33. That's fair. I mean, I'm a Celtics fan, so I appreciate the Larry Bird love. You're a Celtics uh, fan? Yeah, man, I have been for forever. This is not love. This is yeah, hate. And I mean, and what's what's great. What do you mean? Everybody... I said birds aren't real. Well, I mean, Larry Bird's not my favorite Celtic. No, but he's not real, dude. No, he's real. He's just real fucking nah, weird. I don't think so. Uh, we did episode 32 uh, and we called it magic in like the video form. That was because of Magic Johnson. Have you been watching that HBO? Magic I, I'm 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 down two episodes. Um, like, cause like I I've been I'm moving into West Lake, y'all, and um, so I've been at my parents' house and studio, studio in the stew, in the stew. Um, but uh, 
like they just show titties all the time in that show and like i'm like watching it with my parent and i'm like i don't know if i want to do this anymore yeah but i mean there's lots of times where you watch stuff with your parents that makes you uncomfortable i mean at least it's something good mm, not for, and i mean not, you gotta not think for my grown ass not how, for my how old were your how old were your parents when the showtime lakers were like oh at no their peak? they my my mom and dad love it yeah, right. that, because they were all about titties at that period of time. So they were seeing I, tons of titties. But my dad hates on Magic Johnson, even though his number is 32. Like my dad, rep- you know, I represent 47. He represents 32. And then um, also, he used to go into the gym at Loyola Marymount out here in L.A. Uh, when he was in college. And Pat Riley would be there and he would call him like a gym rat. And like, and like I've heard people complain about how Pat Riley like uh, is portrayed in this, and and my dad would would just stand by it, be just like, no, that's literally him. He's a dork, and like a hippie, hairy hippie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's how they portray him. That's interesting. I yeah, know. it's good. It's good. Everyone was seeing boobs back then, man. That's just I know. Sort of... I just don't like to wa- like. I don't like to look at boobs when my mom is sitting next to me. <laughs> that's fair. No, I mean that's totally fair. That's and I'm funny. the one who's like putting it on. You know, like it's, yeah. not, like, it's not like they're watching it. <laughs> well, now they love it. <laughs> they, they yes, they're they're. How about this? They're interested. I mean, I walked in uh, yesterday. Uh, my mom was watching the Tony Hawk documentary. I was like, what? really yeah because that's my shit i think like you know on skateboards behind go pads like getting dragged yeah that uh, is true that it's kind of like <laughs> your fucking thing wearing porn star the skateboarding company shirts <laughs> <laughs> dude i remember that assembly too when you were describing it that was like perfect that was so funny did they set me up for disaster yeah they did all right y'all here we go, episode 33. You all thought we would never do, but here we are. How many countries, Joseph? I counted. It was 18, not 20, but 18 countries. 18, that's a lot. It is a lot, I would agree. That's almost a NATO. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as we do, we start with therapy questions, y'all. And today, therapy question number one, Joseph, Chris Paul, to your Devin Booker. I'm going to set you up here. I hate Chris Paul. I don't like him either, dude. And he's like almost our age. Like, I'd like he's just always a wiener to me. He's always okay, a wiener. Right, he's kind right. of Steve cheap Nash, and dirty. Steve Nash. Steve Nash to your Amari. Stoudemire? Yes. I can't believe I almost forgot his name. He's like my favorite player. <laughs> and that's good. That's like pre-knee surgeries, pre-wine baths. Post two MVPs for Steve Nash. I actually Um, went to one of those playoff games. It was Mavs versus the Suns in the playoffs. And I got to see like MVP and peak Amari Stoudemire play. It was like the wildest shit I've ever seen. So I'm a, I'm a, like a sportsaholic. Like, and, uh, like I just won, uh, be careful if you tell me because you owe me a thousand dollars. Oh, I know. I already thought about that. (laughs) <laughs> so I was like, you had a, you were about to know, say something. Okay, okay. I split it four ways, but I just get, did get a four four thousand dollars in my tax return. So, so that Ooh. that one thousand dollars will be coming to you. Oh, I'm not um, too worried about it. Yeah, I'm not either. 
but um, but I do want to pay it. However, <laughs> stupidest bet ever. I thought it was right. I thought, no, like, no. I, I, and I wasn't going to make you pay. Like, like, but doesn't matter. I will pay you. Um, I just, me and my my boys figure a the quant, and then um, do we Brady bitch is that his nickname? I don't know. Like, how how Brady. to describe my brother? Him, you can just call him Brady. I know, but I want to protect his IP. Um, the Brady but, is all, yeah. But Brady bitch, here we go. <laughs> all four of us bet on the masters and i suggested that scotty scheffler uh should be bet on to win and what did he do he fucking won like a monster he was ahead the entire time never let up it was amazing so yeah, and didn't you have a bunch of other side bets oh uh, yeah we had some side bets on uh we had more kawa um oh no, 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 no. uh we had Oh shit! What we? we had Bryson to Shambo. I think that's what you say. Yeah, yeah, missing the cut, missing, missing the, the cut. cut. And I was—I'm the one who suggested that as well. And I, I was just trying to make fun of him, like like troll him, like to the homies in my yeah. bed. And we put the bed in, and he missed the fucking cut. And then we had no, we had Corey Connors. That's that was the other one. Okay, um, yeah. in the top <laughs> ten, he made top five. So okay. we, we cleaned up. Um, well well over thousand fucking dollars that's awesome man good shit good shit you texted me and you were like stoked and i was like good but this is why and now you're back in it you're hooked again the cycle well i don't know but that's that's pretty wild i feel like that's a wild thing to hit on that's back to back we bet on um uh rom to win the masters last year and we hit it yeah, <laughs> so, those, those are crazy odds man the odds, yeah, there was a plus like 12, 12, yeah, plus, plus 1200. Yeah, plus 1200. That's insane. You can't touch us, no, but but we're you know the market gurus, you know, that's our rap group, and it's just facts. Um, okay, therapy question <laughs> for one, <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say. Okay, is it possible to live a normal life and not ever tell? a lie just i mean i'd say no i don't think it's possible i mean i think that everybody's lied at one point in their life so i think it's almost impossible to navigate and do what you think you need to do to, that would make you happy i think that at some point you're gonna lie right 100 yeah. percent. i think i think it's impossible not to lie i think you'd be weird no i think lie. you would die you think you would die Yes, if you never told a lie, I don't know. That's a little extreme. I think you might have. I mean, you're, time. Yeah, I mean, everybody's gonna die, but you know, just like birds. You think you die quicker? <laughs> like someone would like take you out? Yes. Okay, that's possible. Like you just piss someone off. Yeah, like a nun in my Catholic school would have probably killed me if I if I didn't lie. Yeah, you could be like homeless or something pretty quickly. Like I like like I mean I don't know like your childhood would be rough I mean I guess you'd be like kind of like the perfect kid but everyone would hate you so you you'd be like your only your parents would really be digging your vibe because everyone else would be like that kid's a snitch so the fuck away from that kid <laughs> tells everybody everything all you have to do is ask him a question and he'll tell you I see I used to call drug dogs snitches and then I realized um, every drug dog or I mean every dog can smell cocaine 
or whatever drug. But most of them aren't snitches. Yeah, most of them are bomb dogs now. That's like, I, mean, I was at Denver. You leave Denver Airport and there's this part we have to walk by like the bomb sniffing dog. And one time I reached out, to, it was super cute. It was a super cute dog. And I was like, oh, what's up, pup? And I said something risky. to it. I said, no, I said something to it and it turned and stopped and it tried to get me to pet it. And I got like patted down and I had to do the whole. <laughs> You're a black bed. guy. What are you doing? You're a black guy in Denver. It was dark. I was just like, what's, I didn't even, I wasn't like, hey, it was uh, just like, what's up, pup? I, I your, thought it was as your attorney, to ignore me. As your attorney, I advise you to never do that again. Yeah. Also, Denver is an international airport, right? Yeah. Um, it's like basically it's like uh LAX, Dallas, Atlanta, and Denver is like the next one. Like maybe New York. Like what w- I don't know, like w- one of those stupid ass airports in New York, they all suck. Um um, but uh also i don't know if you know this like there's all these conspiracy theories that uh the denver oh, about the denver airport oh hell yeah man oh fuck yeah dude i mean i used to go there there's what is it the well, well, tell us to the audience it's like they're like illuminati right yeah well they think that there's all sorts of them um oh man i gotta put my shit down uh no like there's, <laughs> oh, there's, it's well <laughs> Um, there's all these different conspiracies about the Denver airport. First of all, in my justification, it was a very cute dog. It it was super cool. And it turned around like it wasn't like indicating like it tried to like play with me. And I was just like, whoa, and it's I kept a- walking. I get it. It's a bomb sniffing dog, but it's supposed to ignore me. I'm supposed to be able to like say, what's up? What's up, pup? To a cool I to, dog. I have, I have to do this now. I'm sorry. This, this dog. This dog right there. Damn. Little Wada, little Wada, <laughs> just became a psychiatric service animal this week. <laughs> what? Not kidding. I'm not kidding. Um, what happened was uh, I'm moving into Westlake, as I said, and um, uh, they don't accept dogs. Oh, really? So you yeah. had to get you had to. And, I'm moving with my brother. Yeah. And, and so we uh, signed her up to be an emotional service animal. So that won't count. You have to be an actual service dog. It actually would have counted. However, it was going to take 30 days for us to get that paperwork. Um, and we're moving in a week from today. And then, and so my brother three-way calls me on the phone with the person who works there. And it's obviously, you know, a, uh, african-american i'll just say i mean i'm just i'm just <laughs> it doesn't really matter but uh, so so all of a sudden so all of a sudden he hits me up he's like yo yo you're on a three-way call i'm like what and then, uh this woman gets on the phone and she's like yeah it's gonna take 30 days and then brady bitch um goes and says he's like well hold up on your she goes it's california law and he's like on your website it says that the national law uh doesn't uh, uh worry about that and that you would adhere to the national law not the california law and she's like well i'm sorry sir and he's like no 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 that's illegal and i'm like i'm like start laughing like 
but I'm like trying to keep it away from like the phone. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? That is the most white privilege shit I've ever heard, dude. I oh know, my god. I know. I know. I'm like, holy shit. I like get out of my car to go smoke a cigarette. I'm just like, like, this is insane, dude. And then he's like, and so I like put my headphones in. So I miss like maybe 10, 15 seconds of the conversation. And then I, I put my headphones in and, and, and she's like she's like sir and he's like no that's what your website i'm like oh my god this is still happening and she goes well if you wanted to be a psychiatric dog which uh actually means more uh then you can do that and then he's like yeah that's what we want to do because that's (laughs) that's what she is and um and then i apologized for him and um three hours later i had a certificate and a letter from a psychiatrist that's the most like white privilege bullshit I've ever heard. <laughs> Your website says that federal law supersedes state law. You can't do that, man. That's illegal. You said you'd adhere to this. That's false advertising. I can hear you <laughs> saying that. So we hang up the phone with the caucasity. The caucasity. The caucasity. So we hang up the phone with her. He immediately calls me. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? He goes, he's like, I'm on the phone with people all day. Like, this is what you have to do. They hate their job. And I'm like, no, I'm on the phone with people all day. And that's not like, that's exactly why I wouldn't do something like that. <laughs> and she, like hates, that- she hates her job. Like she works for a, a charity. <laughs> like, what are you yeah. talking she hates her job. It's because of people like you calling her out on technicalities on the website verbiage oh. that she doesn't even make. That's, am- <laughs> that's amazing. That's how you get shit done, is what he said. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That, um, but yeah, I don't think <laughs> I don't think you could live a normal life and not tell a lie. That's right. Go tell south for you. Tell your kids. I think that would go go south real quick. No, I'm not saying like blatant, huge, big lies, but I do think like you know. Yeah, you lies to, and things to survive like it's like it's like playing poker you know it's like yeah. you gotta like bluff a little bit here yeah. and there but like don't be a dick about it like don't spread misinformation obviously yeah no definitely but i mean like because i had my my mom was definitely ran the ran the house with an iron fist and there's times where i would have to lie just to go do normal shit because i was always like in trouble or i would have to lie exactly. if I wanted to do something so that I could like have some sort of experience. I was like, this is it. Going to this thing is going to be the coolest shit ever. Like sometimes you'd have to lie. Yeah. Like me doing mushrooms going to Hurricane Harbor. I couldn't tell my mom about that. Yeah. I but it was that. amazing. I know, I've heard about that. I heard it was <laughs> a mess from what I heard. Not but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to tell a little white lie to get by. So um, and we we're going to move on to therapy question number two, but uh hurricane harbor on mushrooms um we're right outside of the black hole is what they called it it was like the best slide like in the dallas hurricane harbor and but it was right next to like a pool like that people would hang out in but it had like a speed bump type like curve like on the cement Uh, i don't know why but uh i was on mushrooms (laughs) in front of this line that was just packed and I slipped on that speed bump and I did like one of those like cartoon slips, like and and slammed <laughs> on my ass in front of like fucking 150 people. <laughs> Ooh, that's terrible. Dude, uh, hurricane back when it was, was tripping. <laughs> back when it was before it was Hurricane Harbor. So if you guys don't know, that's in Dallas. It's 
you know, Arlington, right? Arlington. Yeah. It used to be not owned by the people who own Six Flags. So before it became Hurricane Harbor, it was called Wet and Wild. That's right. That place was crazy. They used to have, I remember, I mean, there was a huge, big, steep slides that like, fuck that. Absolutely not. Um, but there was this one where, I mean, I was talking to somebody about this. Oh, thing. absolutely. Yes, for me, by the way. Like, yeah, well, I, and I'm scared rocket, of heights. The, the rocket that fills up with water and you would stand inside this rocket and the platform would drop out. And like, I remember it like locked and somebody got stuck inside and they had to take it down. There was this huge controversy. because That's why I used to do water. it is. I used to do it because I was scared for my life every time. But you know what really sold me was when um, the people who are working the slide, yeah, like when they would get off their shift, they would go down it. Yeah, see, and I remember. So I was the, like, okay. Right. Do you remember the Bubba tub? It was like that big, huge yeah, circular yeah. ring. That was like it was like if that thing flips, like everyone's breaking their nose. It was oh, huge. I would, I would get out of the Bubba tub. I like, think, like I would purposely jump out. Oh man, that's wild, dude. The Bubba Tub was absolutely no joke. That place was so dangerous. <laughs> so dangerous. <laughs> it probably still is. It still is, but there were some things that were super sketchy. People are dying so... like every other week, probably. I mean, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, that we don't know about. Because <laughs> now they got yeah. that six, they got that six flags money, man. They're covering it up, man. Uh, no, how is, there is no there is how is Disney not like already purchased this? Because it's because there's like too much liability. Well, yeah, but I think that's like anything. Because then remember, if you didn't go there, then SeaWorld started to be like, we're going to make roller coasters. And then that Blackfish movie came out. Everybody was like, screw SeaWorld. And now that's like, they don't do any of the same stuff they used to. They well, used Disney to be- Disney made um, uh, California Adventure, which is like uh, m- like more gnarly uh, roller coasters than Disneyland. And I think that's like, uh, they're like, oh, I don't, I don't think we want to buy Magic Mountain or Six Flags. <laughs> like, I think let's just do our own shit. I mean, Bush Gardens was always tight. Bush well, Bush Garden, that's an East Coast shit. Yeah, East Coast shit. But that was always wild. I'd see commercials or something on vacation. I'd be like, what? Like, we gotta fucking go there. Fuck Six Flags. Fuck the Shockwave or the Flashback. I wouldn't go on that crazy ass fucking thing but there was a period of time where sea world had the best roller coasters in texas like the steel eel the great white they had the tallest that's until, yeah, until they yeah. built titan until they built titan and superman right <laughs> there um <laughs> there's somebody that we were uh, we, i was riding a roller coaster with this was we were i guess it was senior year we went to we went to six flags again on the titan and i'll tell you about like offer but they passed out um, it was at the funniest shit I've ever seen watching this huge, like big, beefy football sports guy who be, ended up being very extremely successful within the sport. And we were, we were sitting next to each other on the steel eel. And right off the bat, we go down. He's like blacks out. Like this is before like everyone had camera phones or something like that, where you could get like a clear video, just like out fucking cold and kept coming in and out of it the whole entire time. Well, I'll, I'll say this on the record uh, about this guy. His name is um, <laughs> Andrew Schultz, uh, Mr. Yeah. Goody Two Shoes. Yeah, that's you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. Freeze. What? That was the one. Uh, yeah, was Mr. A, Freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was a ride at uh, uh, Six Flags Over Texas, and it was so long, and, and I was so I was like pretty young, and I just like we were getting close to the front and. I just had to pee so bad, but I didn't want to ruin it for everybody. And I just pissed my pants in the line. Dang. Road, road Mr. Freeze. And then we went 
we went to the where they have like <laughs> where the, we, the uh, splash, the water splash. Yeah, the, yes, dude, yeah. Genius, and then and genius. then it just got yeah. Uh, what a genius move by me. You're good. Yeah, just, that's right. Like, like, soaked good. by like on the bridge of like you know whatever that ride is, um, just to like cover me. I was oh, like, dude, I was a bitch when I was a kid. Like, so I had my older sisters, and they loved. My dad would always take us. It was like, oh, it's my divorced like half a day. Let's go to Six Flags. And we would go to Six Flags and I hated everything. I was petrified of like the pirate ship, the sombrero, like everything growing up as a kid. I was petrified of heights. So I was never like, fuck roller coasters. I'm never going to ride roller coasters. And it was the summer going into I'm leaving LaBoo, leaving LaBoo's class, bro. You always talk shit about Angie LaBoo. I'm not leaving, talking shit about it. Leaving LaBoo's class that summer, she organized all of the kids from the, the team to go to Six Flags together right before we started sixth grade. So it was actually kind of tight. But I'd never ridden a roller coaster. And I went and I'm not with my family. I'm not with my parents. I'm with nobody. And there's nobody at fucking Six Flags. And everyone's like, let's ride Mr. Freeze. So the entire time we're like on the way there, get to six flags i mean there's people who are listening who probably like went with me on this trip fucking petrified dude i didn't piss my pants or anything but the entire time i just had to pee dude i was like petrified like low-key like hands shaking in my pockets the whole entire time we're in line to get up and i'm just like yeah oh yeah i've ridden this like twice already like holy fucking shit um and then i think i rode like every roller coaster that day but i mean pet absolutely petrified the thing is like i have a rational confidence and but then i get scared when it actually is happening yeah so like i've got the same fear of heights but it's like i'm talking like i you know like in my head i'm like i'm not scared of heights (laughs) then i get that i'm like fuck like, no, I'm like I'm like fuck that I could walk away right now. Well, yeah, Superman. <laughs> Superman was the one where they like like bring you up like super high, right? And then um oh yeah, well that's the one where that that's um, the like, one that was, freaks the shit out of me because you're just like going really as high as recently. Yeah, where it just launches you up and then down and jolts you up and down. Yeah, that absolutely freaks yeah, nope. me the fuck. I hate the slingshot things and all that stuff. Nope. Well, um, I I have done that though. Like sometimes I get drunk. Um, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I get drunk and get in the slingshot. Is that yes. is that literally what you're saying? I mean, yes, one hundred percent. Dude, I like the best. Like I hate carnival rides for sure. I hate spinning as well. It's like as much, like way more than I hate heights. But uh, I went there. And I thought it was like in a different planet. Like I was like that, <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, this is not. And like carnies are just like you know, smell like <laughs> smell like cabbage, like with their small hands, <laughs> not just That's going up. Super overwhelming. I don't know. How I feel about that. I know, but like if you get in the right headspace like it, it, it was fun dude i liked it um and i never <laughs> ever thought i would like it <laughs> it was like <laughs> i wanted to go into a, it's, it's so sacred it's sacred I like that dude, I've never, sometimes i get shit faced and <laughs> go, go to the <laughs> carnival and have out-of-body experiences as you should sounds like become. sounds like the beginning of a really inspirational movie where somebody overcomes all of this, or like the end of a sad movie. Like it's it's hopefully not the middle. It hopefully it's like the first twenty five minutes or like the, like the last. It's euphoria. 25. It's euphoria. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's euphoria. <laughs> Jesus, that show. 
All right, there. <laughs> therapy question therapy number, question two. number two. Yeah, yeah well, let me keep it on the rails. We don't have the super producer anymore. Who's like, who's like ready to take us back? He's like the referee. Um, so it's just, it's just these two wild guys, uh, old man Huggy and Mister Goody. <laughs> if someone you loved was killed in front of you, but someone created a copy of them that was perfect, right down to the atomic level, would they be? The same person, and would you love them just as much, Joseph? I, I mean, like I like this one because I, I already uh, knew the answer when I read it. But you already but, knew the answer. I don't think there is a wrong answer, right? That's why they're therapy questions. No, there's not a wrong answer. I knew. I already knew my answer. Oh, I mean, I would say that you like. So, if you was did you love them? Would would you love them just as much? Like just as much? Like would I love them the same? I think you would love that person, but it would be way more of a nostalgic sense. Because even if they were a carbon copy of everything, like you that that you would consciously know that that is a copy and not necessarily the person you had that experience with. So I think you would be more like reminiscing. It'd be hard. I mean, right? You wouldn't love them as much. I think you'd love them in a different way. It would be more of like a nostalgic. Oh, I would kill that person. You would kill that person? Uh, not even a person. It's a clone. Well, yeah, it's a clone. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd be, some, I'd yeah, be, I mean, I guess I would, some I would be person, so over it. I'd be like, "Are you fucking kidding?" If some random person I didn't know took it upon themselves to clone you, and a carbon copy of you, yeah, I'd probably kill that carbon. Yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> copy of you for sure. Yes, like, and, and you won't even get arrested for that. I don't think. Oh, probably. There's no laws like about well, killing clones. True. There maybe there should be at this point. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to pull like an Ashley Judd where it's like double jeopardy, where it's like I get charged with killing you the first time and then get off, and then, okay, I, well, get, okay. and then I get caught killing your clone. But that means I, that you <laughs> killed me the first time. So let's not let's, keep, let's stay away from that. Well, I know. I'm just trying to think. I'm just thinking Ashley Judd. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I know. I mean, who's Morgan not? Freeman. Who's not? You know. Yeah, like uh, I'm thinking Susan Sarandon and Elizabeth Hartley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Renee. Yeah, you this season. Renee, <laughs> she really is my steez. Oh, um, I know. Seriously. I mean, she might as well be Goldie Hawn. Like, I mean, it's like one and two. <laughs> Who lives in Westlake? By the way. Shout yeah. out. Oh, maybe that's why you're moving there. <laughs> so you um, would, so you would kill them. I think if you, if if the options not kill them, if that's off of the table, no, yeah, it was off the table. I think, I would, that, I think that I'd it. probably, um, you would no. love them, but it wouldn't be the same because it'd be more nostalgic. Nah, see, I, I off the cuff just said kill them. Um, that wasn't my initial thought. My initial thought was <laughs> absolutely not. And I asked my dad, who's recovering from a stroke and has a hard time coming up with words that he like he knows what he wants to say he just doesn't he it's called aphasia it's like what bruce wills has yeah um i asked him all three of these questions and the second one he was like no nah. <laughs> 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 and i was like i agree i don't think so dude well i'm answering it for the sake of answering the question but no yeah. me too me too but i'm just saying like uh oh yeah, would you? Would they be the same person? No, no, they wouldn't be. That's what I'm saying. If you and did would you love, love them, them just as much? No. no, I said, and I said no. You would. Yeah, you did, me too. So we agree. Them, we yeah, agree. You just go straight to murder. 
Um, all right. <laughs> Torture that murder. No, just kidding. Watch it. <laughs> allegedly. Watch it. allegedly. Well, it's a clone. It. It's a clone. Yeah, it's a clone. And I would never torture anybody or a clone or an animal or anything. <laughs> Straight up. Um, therapy question number three. If you could become immortal on the condition you would never, in all caps, be able to die or kill yourself, would you choose immortality? This is... To me, it was obvious, but I, I could imagine it's not for everybody. I would say no. Of course, no. I mean, now that's, you know, the whole like, whoa, okay, if you can, you know, turn me into a vampire when I'm like 27, that would have been dope um, or something like that. But that's even then, like, it just seems like terrible. So you can't even think... chill at the beach. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, <laughs> seriously. All you can do is like pay play baseball in like shitty Washington and Oregon weather with like werewolves and shit, and, and suck uh, Rene Russo and uh, 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 <laughs> like blood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Susan, Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Dude, oh, Jesus! Back in the day, I went and saw um, the the last. I had never seen any of the Twilights, and I went. I took a girl to go see the last Twilight movie, not knowing anything about it. And there's this whole scene, I'm sure, I mean, I don't know if anybody's out there seen it, but there's a scene at oh, the end. Nobody's of, seen it. Yes, they have. <laughs> at the end of it, like, no, I'm saying, so I have no context. Like, in the last ep- the last one, there's this big fight where they're going to, like, battle it out or something, and you think there's this huge bloody battle where all these people are, like, decapitating it. It's, like, crazy. It's this awesome fight. And this whole entire time, I'm sitting there just ripped off my ass, like, this is this movie's fucking awesome. How has anybody said that these movies aren't good at all? Because I had no context. And then it comes back. It's like some flashback that didn't happen. Then I was like super confused and pissed. And then it ended up being like the stupidest movie I've ever seen. Like the CGI baby. It was fucking weird. Are you trolling me right now? No, I'm dead ass serious. You might not Here, understand. No, I, no, I wanted to CGI tell you. Baby. My ex, ex, <laughs> the girlfriend I had when I was 21. Her cousin is Kristen Stewart. Uh, man and that did not end well um (laughs) the only movie i liked her in was what that deep water movie or some shit because there's some like cthulhu looking monster that's just trying to kill her the whole time and then it does at the end and i'm like fuck yeah so it was like a satisfying movie as someone who doesn't like her in movies well i'm just trying to say like if kristen stewart can get like a contract like to be an actress in a movie so can grumpy cat true because they're, they're the same <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even kidding my brother went uh to the audience of uh jimmy kimmel yeah. like um uh the exact same day grumpy cat died damn and uh and then he was blasting grumpy cat that's like a really sad <laughs> sad memory. No, 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 the entire fucking thing was sad, dude. Like the guy who's like hyping up the audience is like this like giant he looks like a giant baby, but he's like looks also like a clown and he's just like yelling at people and then like he's this is the, the only good part about it was uh, he uh was asking people like, you know, where they were from and then there were some Canadians in there. And uh, he started singing Oh Canada 
and I took a knee <laughs> in the in the in the aisle. <laughs> They're ridiculous. I was like, no, nope, no, nope, we're not singing this national anthem without a knee. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then Slipknot was played as the Slipknot was the musical guest. Yeah, That's and a the, full night. That's a full night. No, 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 it got way crazier after that. Um, but also Ryan Seacrest was supposed to be the guest and he canceled. So it was uh, it was like a uh, Instagram star. And that is like before TikTok like popped off. It was like two, three years ago. And uh, um, <clears throat> um, and then this guy who was like uh, supposed to be a master at knives and he was like cutting he was supposed to be cutting like things like slicing pineapples and like paper and uh, other shit. And he just failed, failed, failed. <laughs> like could not, could not do a single thing. Right. And I was like, what are we doing? And they're like, if anybody wants to go see Slipknot walk out this way, because they have like an outdoor. <laughs> we were watching Slipknot and there's people and there's a giant fence like behind it. Like I'm talking about like three stories high. And people are climbing the fence to watch Slipknot. And Brady and I were just like, Brady bitch and I <laughs> were just like, uh, yeah, we're leaving. Yeah, we that a, sounds like the weirdest fucking experience. We, we had a hotel room at the Roosevelt, which is like right next door. And then uh, and then we got we had some weird shit with Quick Draw Casanova. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Topic number one. Did you read this? Gen Z does not dream of labor. Yes, I, 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 fig- I figured you would have something to say about this. Yeah. Um, oh my God! Quick draw, Casanova just texted me as if he's listening. What did he say? For real, man, I love that damn song. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that is trippy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did actually. Um, and I do have. I wanted to hear your thoughts because I'll probably ramble about this for a. No, little I bit. want you to ramble. I want you to ramble. Well, I want mean, your take. To, your take on me, it first. You're a solo act. Whenever I'm mean, not solo act, but you're you know what for what you do for work is much different than what I do for work. That's so true. That is true. That is true. Um, however, it it wasn't surprising to me, like none of it. Like, and I feel like I shit on Gen Z too much. Like, uh, because, you know, I don't know all the information. It's just what I've, like, observed as far as, like, Gen Z. I just feel like that they're kind of fucked. And not because of who they are. It's more like the time that they grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, like, so I might be even more ridiculous if, like, I was to go through this and, and, and pass judgment. And I think that you actually um hang out with these people a little bit more than me well yeah i mean i i definitely have like you know people that are older than me younger than me that work for me right i mean i usually hang out with old people like not hang out like work with well yeah i mean this is a good example see you now um there's like you know this article is uh, gen z does not dream of labor i'm on tiktok and online the youngest workers are rejecting work as we know it how will it play out in real life um, some of these quotes are super interesting and like I definitely see it like this one it says I don't want to be a girl boss I don't want to hustle declaimed another TikTok user I simply want to live my life slowly and lay down in a bed of moss with my lover and enjoy the rest of my existence reading books creating art loving myself and the people in my life that is 
I mean, that's like a utopia. That's tough. That's tough to to even hear. But also, there was probably people like that in the '60s, right? Yeah, I mean, they just didn't have the platform to to say that. Well, I mean, and so in my experience, I think that they what in what I do for work, I have a lot of people that are young that are, you know, gen that are zoomers or whatever the hell you want to, uh, call that's them, what I call who work their asses off. I know a lot of young people who do, I think that it's really that you have to, I, I tell the, my, the people that work for me or just people in general, younger people that I come across, I'm like, you know, you loyalty needs to be, you know, shown to you before you can really have somebody demand it from you. They have so many options for work. Like, you know, I take, try to take care of the people that work for me because they take care of me. And, you know, I want them to be happy where they work. I think if they're unhappy, um, they'll But you're a millennial. That's why. That's why you think No, that no, way. no, no, no. But I think it's even is there any more. Gen, is there any Gen Z people who think like you? I don't know. I think, I think that there's a lot of... I think that as we get younger, I think there's more and more people. I think it's even more... To as extent. we get younger? No, no, as we get younger in the demographic, not as we get younger, like in the demographics we're talking about. I think that as you go down, kind of down to get younger, as you go down, as you go down in age, I think that they take that stuff even more serious. Their threshold for putting up with, you know, something that we would have put up with 10 years ago is completely different. Um, and that they do prioritize their their work and life balance. And I think that life is way more important. Um, and I think that that's true for us. I talk to people now, they're like, yeah. oh, you guys, um, you guys in your crypto and not trusting banks. And I'm like, well, look, man, like I've seen like, you know, I got money like in both. Crash. I got money in both, bitch. But, <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, is we watched like we, we watched like the housing market crash and stuff like that. Like when we were in college, it's not like there was like, you know, we were watching like, oh, shit, super fucked up. So it's like you're wondering why, you know, the Iraq know, war, like, yeah, like, yeah. All sorts of stuff. We were at, like, you know, that we went to 11 we freshman in high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we no, were no, no. The Iraq War was uh, when well, we September. were well, yeah, sophomores or yeah, sophomores. Or, or, or juniors. It was oh three. Um, because the only reason why I'm even like correcting you is just because I think uh, we were freshmen uh, when nine eleven happened. Because I remember yeah, we were um, no, talking so it was to, to it was Chanel. It was sophomore year, and that's because I had Mr. Lee's class for history. And he yeah, me too. Class. That's where yeah. I watched nine eleven happen. Yeah, we were in the same class. But that was our freshman year. Was that freshman year? No, yeah. no, 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 no. We didn't watch. No, I didn't watch that. I'm talking about whenever there was, um, whenever there was the. You're talking about like Baghdad the, the, on co- Baghdad. Whenever that we were, whenever we. Yeah, started, that was a had, different class. No, that I, I watched that Mr. Lee's class. Mr. The bald coach. No, he wasn't bald. He was a short Asian guy. He oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach. No, oh, oh, okay. Let me shout him out. Let me shout him out. But no, no, no. Let me shout him out. No, no, no. He, because um, we were studying the bubonic plague and, in that class. And he wrote as a, as a bonus question on one of the tests, what did Snoop Dogg bring to Dr. Dre? And it was that bubonic chronic that made you choke. Shit, that ain't no joke. That was the answer. Yeah, he was all about <laughs> hip hop. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Shout him out. But I thought you were talking about um, um, that. Who was that guy? Who was the bald, like, uh, history teacher? Uh, who's the coach? Do you remember? No. There was one who did coach biology. He was, he was like massive, like Mr. Clean Big. He coach. used to call me Ace. Ace? 
Yeah. It was Because I told him that the first day. I was, he's like, you have a nickname? I was like, yeah, it's Ace. And I was just kidding. And then he never didn't call me Ace. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. But what I would say is because, because of things that we've seen, I think we're more leery or more willing to do something different, like invest in crypto more so than someone who's an older generation. And I was trying to explain to him, I was like, you've got like, 50 years of solid banking and housing markets and seeing all this shit go i'm like my timeline is pretty limited and it's pretty fucked so sorry if i'm a little more skeptical than you are i think i'd i you should be i if i was you i'd be more concerned if i wasn't more skeptical because you don't even know what's going on right now well i feel like gen z it might be like i don't know more skeptical than us like like they don't they don't remember or or understand like um how great this country is and all the shit we've done is and again this is just me talking like i don't know if that's oh true yeah that's what i'm saying is they're more they're more willing to to walk away from something quicker and sooner than we would because we you know we grew up being like 90s babies and you know yeah like, yeah you know, being a peak and going and seeing like austin powers in the movie theaters and like laughing at the fart jokes because it was age appropriate it was like a total like experience you know like the peak of the 90s was definitely an interesting time and then some of them were like baby babies when that happened or they weren't even born yet so i mean yeah their outlook would be a little bit more skeptical and be a little bit more i want to make sure at least i'm happy because i don't think that they have might they might not have the brightest outlook on their future given what their you know their game board has looked like so far I wouldn't be surprised. Like, yeah. 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 Exactly. And they're more, and like, they're more informed sooner too. Think about this. Like you're 21. Um, and you would have just born when nine 11 happened. So like, they don't know anything different. Like than like, uh, you know, the pre-war bullshit, like, you know, like or not pre-war bullshit, but like post-war bullshit, I should say. And like, just, you know, the whole thing is just, it's nuts, man. Like this, it, and then social media and the internet, cell phones, it's like, you know, they don't have that experience of like both sides, you know, like, and I think we're just equipped as millennials. And, and again, I don't want to shit on these Gen Z people. I want them to do better if, well, if they're not doing good enough. <laughs> I guess. No, but, no, but I think that they are. I think that they're doing fine. I think that we, I might not agree with a lot of the things that they say or do from time to time, but I think that they are definitely leaning towards helping us do away with a lot of the things that we do have issues with. I think their tolerance for less bullshit than ours is, is a big reason why we've seen lots of movements and like women's, you know, like right rights and me too or anything like that i mean i think if you don't have these younger that's generations millennials. Making that's millennials point, bro but that's not but that's not just millennials because whatever you if there's some of these people that are like hey crystal lee is being a creep on me and he's he, those those people aren't millennials those people are like 18 19 those aren't millennials well right? true. yeah uh, yeah i think so yeah <laughs> so i mean like there are large there's a big there and there are now a large chunk of our voting block well what i, I would their say views are way drastically different than what their parents could be or, or especially what their grand grandparents would be yeah like in the sense of like how, how about they would this vote. can i say this I, i'm rooting for y'all period you're you know you're our future literally like that's not even like a cliche joke like i'm just you know i'm rooting for y'all so get it together what are they doing wrong i think they're doing I, remember I we talked some... about like grit 
Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, they do some some goofy stuff. But like I said, I think when it comes to the way people treat each other and prioritize their lives or work life balance, I can understand where they're coming from or I their view it. on it. Yeah, I get it. And like, I think that you know, we definitely are because there's people who are like, you quit jobs so easy, you just don't quit. What are you doing? You never quit a job, and you stay there, and it's like completely different. Now, some of them take it to the extreme. We we're like, how many jobs have you had lately? And they're like, oh, I've had like six in the past. <laughs> I'm not like six in the past year. You're like, whoa, like, all right. I, guess I know. You're around long enough to make an impression and then you're gone, I guess. Yeah. See, that's, yeah, yeah. I get worried about that shit because I don't want to talk to you as my manager and like be like, yeah, I've had six jobs <laughs> in the last year <laughs> or whatever. Like, that's a bad look. Yeah. But, but I mean, I'm like, really I was, for potential. I, I was picking I that, it, I was picking that dude out of a lineup uh, like right before my interview. And then the cop was like, uh he's like oh just tell them that you're talking to me and i'm like no they don't want to hear that they don't want to hear that i'm like involved with the cops right now like he's like well it's not you're in trouble and i'm like i know nobody wants to fucking hear that yeah no one's here like <laughs> hey man um i'm gonna be a little bit late today i'm uh, dealing with the cops they'd be like oh okay. they're like oh well, this yeah. asshole they'd yeah be like yeah like if like that's a whole conversation you have to have and it doesn't matter if I'm in trouble or not. It just nobody wants to have that conversation. And it's just gonna worry people. They're like, what happened? Exactly. You know what happened? Do you know what happened to him? I Why would this happen to him? Why is he getting into like into like not trouble? <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's just it just adds questions that you don't need to deal with. Yeah. When you're trying to close out like a fucking like giant deal, like for like, you know, a financial company, like get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. And by the way, okay, yo, what happened was some dude fucking threw a paddle, a wood paddle, like a, like a fraternity would spank your ass with and hit the supercomputer, my computer, and shattered it because he was harassing my next door neighbor. And uh, and multiple people talked me into calling the cops. But they had me pick him out of a goddamn lineup. And that was so tough. I was like, I understand not all white people look the same, but all white people in this lineup look the same. <laughs> I'm telling was, you right now, you have a white man throw a paddle at me and put him in a lineup. I'll be like, I pick him out. Be that's like, what right I said. There, 20, that's why they did it. I said you could put, you could bring me a hundred pictures, and I would be able to pick them out. That's what I said before they brought him, and they gave me six. And it was it, and it was tough. It was so tough. <laughs> Why were you okay? I have a question. Why were you holding your laptop the entire time you're Because I was playing poker. Like I was a, playing poker. You're an idiot. Oh my god. I, no, but so it wasn't it's supposed to be an altercation. Like I just I was hearing this guy yelling at like the next door neighbor. And I'm like, this is weird. But I'm playing poker on my computer outside in my backyard. And then this and then he all of a sudden I hear him go, like, let me inside. Let me inside. I'm like, what? I was like, I thought he was on speakerphone this whole time. And so I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, I was like, is this guy actually outside their door? And so I was still in the poker game. And I walked outside, looked at their front door. They were, He wasn't there. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe this guy's just crazy. And then I went, but I walked out like the back gate. And I think he heard me close the back gate. All of a sudden, he comes out his back gate, which is right next to mine. And he's like, and then he starts talking crazy to me. 
and you know i won't go much further than that but he goes back into his well he goes back into his car or not back in his car he goes into his car and grabs his paddle and i'm not even paying attention because i'm still playing fucking poker <laughs> i was like man you should probably just get out of here and then he chucks this thing at me like i'm a it's like it's a boomerang and shatters my computer couldn't even stop gambling to be a superhero. Well, it's right? a, like a tournament, so like I couldn't, <laughs> like, like of course I like if it was a if it was a cash game, of course I would pick 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 it up. And well, leave. it's a it was a tournament. It's a tournament. Like I mean, like I could have just could have just lost money. You no, know, I, I know, good. and I wasn't I mean, trying to just, fight anybody. I was just trying to like make sure this lady was okay. Being, yeah, I know that's true. No, and shout out to you for doing that. That's crazy that you. Got I mean, it. I can't help myself in those situations. Like when I was at the Fifty Cent concert in Vegas in December, like some dude grabbed this chick's weave, and like had the crazy eyes in him, and he was way bigger than me. And I was like, I'm about to fucking punch this dude. And luckily, somebody else who's bigger than me like walked in and took care of it. But not a bouncer, not a bouncer. <laughs> we're up in Dre's like nightclub. Oh, you just sent me like some pictures. You were like, dude, some guy threw a paddle at me and my screen's broke. And you sent me a picture of the screen, a picture of a paddle. I was like, what the hell? I was like, I was like, the podcast I was like, you better go get that shit fixed. <laughs> I know. I was so worried. And my, my computer was fucked. It like it started freaking out. I so I lost the fucking tournament. Um, <laughs> but you should have left it. Yes, yes, correct. Um, um, but my computer, the supercomputer, um, it's a touch screen. Uh, it, like it, like it goes from laptop to tablet. Like it's a convertible. And um, but so it shattered the screen. So like the shit wasn't working. But I was able to. I shut it off. Cops came um you know you know sorry i'm not a snitch but you know just i just i was i i even told them i was like i'm more worried about like the woman next door than but but just my computer is fucked and it's the most expensive shit i've ever bought and uh, yeah so i just put it on record and then um but i was able to use the keyboard in order to get to turn the touch screen off and once i turn the touch screen off it now functions better get that shit fixed no, I know. I still have to get it fixed for sure. And this dude's in jail. <laughs> so I don't, I mean, I don't know. Dude, dude. And I was trying time. to, I was full disclosure and I'll tell the cops this. I was trying to fuck this girl, the woman. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not kidding. I was like, Ooh, who's because this is my parents' house. So this is my parents next door neighbor. And I was like, who's that's this such a bad shit? idea. That's such a bad idea. Uh, what i'm moving Smash out in a week neighbor yeah but then what if you go over there for i didn't christmas? know she had a crazy i didn't know yeah i'd love to we'll just join up like just like one christmas two houses oh my god <laughs> shut <laughs> up next topic dude i was like <laughs> very attracted to her and then she had this wild ass white dude that just acting like um, paddles at you dude yeah and it had like finger grooves in it like ben affleck yeah it was like ribbed it was like ribbed for like yeah grip. Uh, it, was, it was weird dude creepy <laughs> do you still did you turn it in as an evidence yes yeah fuck, he put it he put yeah. it in a he put it he was like is it cool if i take this and he put a glove on i was like of course it's fucking <laughs> no man, that's like, mine no. now i know he was like you already touched it right and i was like yeah I brought it inside from the driveway. You, and you then, know the legend of the paddle, right? Whoever he, holds it keeps it. <laughs> he picked it up and he like started like swinging it, like <laughs> like to see how it worked. <laughs> I was 
like, what is happening? And, you know, I was in a fraternity. I was like, you know, if he just drilled holes in it, it would get more wind, like, or like less wind resistance. And you could have like yeah. hit me way harder. Some days in confusion. shit. Exactly. Some that is Ben Affleck. That's that what you're saying. Yeah, Ben Affleck's character. Fuck <laughs> all right, all right, all yeah. right. You know, she Mitch keeps Kramer, getting, Mitch, she keeps Mitch, getting Mitch, older, Mitch. and I stay it's the same age. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, purple. All right, what's the next <laughs> one? Open seas. Yeah, yeah. Open sea. Learning to sail in rough waters. This is from Fortune magazine. The subtitle is "A Roaring Market for NFTs, Non Fungible Tokens." turned the digital art platform into a 13.3 billion giant but the startups two founders of OpenSea, which is a platform for nfts almost got swamped by the wave by jessica klein fortune magazine do you have thoughts i know you know a little bit about this well yeah um i you know know some people who do nfts who mint stuff and put it on OpenSea. Whom um, well, could, could, uh, sorry to cut you off. Um, is there a difference between minting and creating? Well, like, no, I mean, I think you just create them and you get them minted to, so that it's like it's like an official, but thing. somebody who's mint okay, so so like, so just, you can do just it for like the yourself, audience. For the audience, I think. I mean, I think I'm not don't, don't quote me on that. 100%. Well, remember, I was like living with a guy in Santa Monica who's working for NFT company, yeah, and so he, this, that's the reason why I asked you is, is because I thought minting an NFT was like you created an NFT and minted it to become an NFT, you created a, a, a artwork. Yeah, and that, yeah, and then it gets yeah, like and then official, you, and then, and then you mint it, which gets on the blockchain. Yeah, yes, yes. However, I mean, he told me that the people who are minting it aren't the people necessarily the people who created it. Well, yeah, and I was I mean, like, what? There's some wild stuff. I mean, what's really interesting to me is just how if you create something and then you sell it. So you sell it on OpenSea and then someone buys it, you get that transaction. And then every time that thing's sold, that original person always gets a kickback on that original sale. So exactly. that's like so it's like constantly you you can it's constant revenue. Like you always get paid if it gets sold or resold or goes up in value the or down, the, that person's always gonna get something, which is really interesting. As opposed um, to as opposed to like um, Picasso, you know. Yeah, where it's like like one, where he yeah, sells it, he sells one of one painting. And he gets whatever money and it's over for him. And then anybody who whoever bought it gets the next one. Well, and I mean, to me, NFTs like like art for like sneakerheads. I mean, when you think about it, because I was telling someone who, you know, makes them, it's like you could, you know, make a series of NFTs, make nine of them one way, then make like the 10th one some special edition, something like this, because they'd all be originals. Then with that one NFT, that's the 10th one, you could like do a cool t-shirt and so give them a custom print or some sort of, you know, verification plaque. I was like, you can make package deals. Like all that is, is like art for sneakerheads. the more limited. The well, better. So now I wonder if like, you know, as your attorney, I need to step in here and be like, are you like, should we be like uh, putting that into the, cause also on the blockchain is the smart contract and the smart contract is just, it's a contract that you decide that's uh, digital and it, and it's verified on the blockchain, but um, that's how NFT, that's how you would get the recurring revenue from yeah. your, your art. Yeah. However, if you're going to go ahead and make more of the exact same thing and then put it on t-shirts, should we factor that into this 
smart contract and be like, listen, if you do this, then you get less money in return. Well, no, I mean, you could just know that's where you make something more limited. So you make that one that's the one off, like the 10. I'm talking about if you buy it, like if you're the person buying it, you're like, listen, you can't make another one of these. Well, they would if you want to keep getting money. You couldn't. No, but you they you wouldn't like and that's where that person could have that NFT, but they could keep like the hand painted J's or whatever the fuck you sell with it and all the other cool accoutrements to make them want it. And that's limited edition stuff. So that's where if you get some the person who does that piece of art, if they make an original painting of it too, and you have the the painting of it to put up on your wall, and then you also still have that in your wallet, that would be cool. I'm just saying it's a cool way you can package stuff to make it more limited. Hey, there's only 10 of these NFTs. Each one of them comes with a limited edition t-shirt from this one artist. They all come with an original print too. And some, you know, painted keds. I don't know. Would you agree that it's like your fiduciary responsibility to let whoever is buying your art know like that you're going to do like a package like that well yeah i mean that's how you would market it that'd be a part of the marketing thing that would make it cooler and you have to say that up up front or you don't obviously but but you should yeah well i mean that would be part of the selling point if i was going to include a cool limited edition backpack oh so you're saying like somebody would like buy the entire line yeah yeah uh, yeah, no like no like you buy this nft and it comes with i'm just thinking xyz Yeah, I'm just thinking like you sell one and then you're like, because people like to flex their NFTs. Yeah, people like to flex their NFTs. So unless you have like some digital, digital picture or something on the wall, it'd be cool to give sell them like an original piece of art by the same person that is of that NFT because they could put it on their wall and then they're like, oh, what's that? And you're like, oh, that's this picture. I have the NFT. So what? Be cool. What my? uh, It would almost uh, increase the rarity. Yeah. What my business guru, Prof G. says he's a professor at nyu has a podcast um he says like the whole nft but also just art in general also like a fancy car it like shows it's like it's like a primal it's like it shows that you're able to like purchase something like this that's rare and like that and then that like shows that you're like a capable person and um it attracts the opposite sex because they're like oh this guy can provide for me or not maybe not the opposite sex whatever it is you know um it but it's a it's a it's like a sexual thing like like well it's a status thing it's a status symbol i'm able to buy but it's yeah but but it's like it's like so basic and primal like where you know, it's like, oh, I'm able to kill like a lion, so now you're gonna have sex with me as like a cave woman, you know? And, 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 like yeah. that's that's kind of the same. He's like, we haven't really gone past that. So I'm gonna buy this Monet, and you're gonna or this sleep Maserati, with me. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think that yeah, that's, Maseratis feel like small dick energy. I but you know, whatever. It's like bad tasting car energy. <laughs> Um, but I mean, well, NFTs are, are cool. What are you buying? If I, what am I buying? If I could get anything? Any, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Wouldn't be a mozzie. If I was going to no. get something like that was along the lines of that. Oh, man, I definitely wouldn't be a Maserati. You know what our apes would say? Probably Lambo. get like a lamb. I probably, I probably no, get maybe like a, super, a souped up Porsche. Or, oh my god i was just about the clown porsches i was like the only thing worse than a maserati is a porsche no nah, it depends on the porsche Some of like an suv 
like an SUV. The SUV ones are pretty rowdy. Those well, wagons, I, yeah. those like souped up, souped up wagons. That'd yeah, be pretty but dope. if you get yourself a tiny Porsche, I'm gonna call. No, like, I wouldn't get it, a tiny I'm, Porsche. I'm, I'm calling an intervention on your. Ass. It'd have to be like a GT three or something like I'm that like, like i'm saying if it didn't matter and i was going to get something along the lines of a maserati i'd get like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar porsche that's not a shitty porsche that's like those are like i'm not talking cars. about a shitty porsche i'm talking about a tiny one no i get one with a big old ass on the back dog let's go yeah that's right that's right he's black um uh, okay <laughs> so stupid see and that's what's funny that we got took and that we got taken down because I was playing clips, I could have sworn to God if we ever got a strike or a warning, it would be because of you saying something Marty, something saying something stupid as hell. It ends, me, it ends up me playing clips of fucking what Rene Russo, and I get popped. That's some bullshit, dude. Uh, you know, anyway, screenplay, screen players, <laughs> screen players. Watch it on YouTube. Because I mean, don't watch it on YouTube because they took it down. But watch it on fucking twitch or facebook like and subscribe and share thank you thank you um let's do the next uh, article or unfollow um, yeah why do you okay. don't say that don't put I that know. energy I, out there i put know that energy out there i feel like it's like uh it's like jujitsu you know i'm like using no, their own stupid all right well whatever no. <laughs> I, i'm a non-conformist um okay fortune magazine the power of bs just admit it the business world needs bullshitters. This spoke to me. Well, no. yeah, I mean, I feel like we've gone over an article that was similar to this. It's actually well, which short. one? Um, it had to be like three or four episodes ago where I talked about like communication skills in the business place or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to be able to bullshit. There's times where I've bullshitted my way and some of it was to buy myself more time. Um, in the work world, people don't like excuses. They like results. And sometimes people get so blinded and they're so results oriented. They don't, they overlook the process in which it takes, even when they know they choose to ignore it because it's beneficial for them. So it's easy for me to be like, Hey, you know what? We'll hurry up, hurry up with that shit. We're going to this kind of well, hey. goes, goes back to like, uh, like um, it's impossible to live a normal life without lying. And it also goes like to uh, our girl, Elizabeth Holmes, like, I mean, like, it's this really kind of like, you know, it touches a lot of spots that we've been talking about. Yeah. Like I said, the business world is results oriented and people don't like excuses. And even when you're telling somebody why something is messed up, they'll still claim it was an excuse. Quit giving me excuses. I just want results. And that's kind of their job. And some people view that as motivation. I disagree with that from time to time, but some people do. And, you know, that's the reason why you have to be able to bullshit is to keep people off your back so you can kind of get your shit done. They might want it. They might tell you you have 72 hours to do it, but they're bitching to you to hurry up within 12. And that's just the nature of the business world um, when it comes so, to so, certain things. Let me jump in here. So it, it first starts with a quote from Zuckerberg, Fuckerberg. Um, however, um, my room, like my just roommate like this past three months in santa monica his dad was the one who who constructed the entire board for facebook and what does his dad say to him that he like holds true it's excuses are for losers now i only know one other person that takes that to heart being called a loser and that's donald trump jr no donald trump not jr but i'm sure he does too but yeah. Fred Trump used to say that 
losers like like the worst thing in the world is to be called a loser and this this is what my roommate thinks and his dad is like was creating boards in facebook hanging out with bezos like created um what was dreamworks's board like like it's just like crazy shit but he just like he's like excuses are for losers he would always say this to me and i'm like but not like i was making excuses. he would say this to me about other people <laughs> i was like damn like he really believes this like to the like to the t and i don't yeah but it, that but that's also like that's you know it's easy to say that also when you're at the end and you're a little bit more successful because he had probably had tons of excuses on his way up i mean just because a reason and an excuse are completely different if you're like i, I agree I'm, I think but it's hard to it's, it's hard yeah it's hard to differentiate when you have like this like hard and fast line of like like because uh his, the big thing was being late and oh, then yeah. ha- and having an excuse for that yeah i mean being on time if you're on time you're late but that's like that they teach you that in football we'll be we'll practice yeah, starts yeah, at, no. practice starts at eight but that's not and you're getting your pads on at eight that means you're on the field stretched ready to go to go practice at eight so we'll see you at seven you know or like mandatory voluntary oh watching film on saturday mornings is mandatory voluntary you don't have to show up but you should like you know i mean and i think that that there's lessons to be learned in being on time i don't disagree with that but there are but, but there are but there are but there are very reasons. rich very rich coming from you oh <laughs> watch it dude watch it you're pushing it today but yes, everybody needs bullshitters. We all bullshit from time to time. And yes, going back to your therapy question, it definitely touches on that where you couldn't, it'd be hard to survive in the business world without telling a white lie. People do it all the time. People How's it going to be white? All the time. That's what the phrase is called. I know. It's a black lie. I don't know, but you'll yeah. have to find out if you keep it up. <laughs> it's going to be the black truth. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not, I, I got to go out there visit my grandma soon so you better watch it dude shout out oh, shout right. out to my grandma my grandma yeah, where are you coming out here my, my grandma actually um oh it's was, the end of this month right yeah it was pretty rough my grandma had a really bad fall on monday so she's okay shout out to my grandma but she's 92 uh, and going strong and just like gangster as hell let and me give you let me give you some like just not to was, cut you off but it was but, bad like, my grandma when she was 92 um fell and she broke her hip not even kidding i'm not kidding at all like three four months later she's straight up walking like a g oh yeah well see, so grandma, i just want to give you a little bit of like, oh no no i mean i'm like it's all good she's at home she didn't um do anything she didn't mess up anything too much worse she definitely um made some she, you know she's older she's 92 she's no, got like saying, compression fractures you know but um so she broke her neck a couple of years ago gardening yeah. she like fell and was cleaning up and she had surgery and she's good for that. But I mean, so it just made some of her compression fractures worse. But I mean, she went down pretty hard. Um, so, you know, she had to go to the hospital. They did a bunch of MRIs and she's good. She's at home. She's resting. Um, I, I don't want to make it worse, but like, was she by herself? No, I have an aunt that lives with her. So she somebody uh, was attended to her really quick. So she doesn't live by herself. Um, but yeah, I mean, she just like tripped and just fell really hard and it was really bad. So. Jesus. Um, she's doing okay and she's at home and she's you know resting up and doing better so my week's gotten better but the beginning of the week it was tuesday morning so it was pretty short like we recorded and then like that next morning when i was at work is when it happened um Damn. yeah but she's but she's doing good so i'm but gonna go out, out there when she's, she's out here 
yeah so she lives in like the van nuys burbank area so she's not super far so you know i can you know listen to some 21 savage and we get a rental car and make my way to you dude please do not dude that's like my ex-girlfriend's like favorite group and i 21. just can't i can't it's a guy i see i don't care 500 on dude, a my, jacket dude like my boy <laughs> my, my boy like has done like the last four fucking music videos of uh chain smokers and i put chain smokers and 21 savage in the goddamn same basket which means i'm not listening sorry i ain't a sucker i ain't cuffing no action so i'll just get eminem out here to murk them both straight up <laughs> i hope youtube kicks us off right now no man <laughs> no, whatever if i'm listening to it in the car like i that's the only are we on youtube right yeah we didn't get banned we just got it we just got oh, a I, don't know. Like, I don't hey, know they told us hey watch it and i tried to get the warning because i was like no man Dude, I want my you should play start. you should play the race card no i do like, really oh, nice. like oh you, you didn't really you, nice you, was, you didn't ban andy why I was really nice. Me? I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. I didn't know. I thought what I was doing was under fair use. I was watching them on your platform. I was pausing and giving commentary and trying to be transformative. And I asked, I was like, if I'm doing something wrong, like, please let me know how I can adjust so I know what to do. And they just what, didn't what even they say. say. They, they what said they rejected. Say. Rejected with no explanation. <laughs> just rejected. I was like, okay. All right. Well, speaking of the race card, our last and final topic, how Greenwood became the most hyped startup in black america now this is from our boys bloomberg business week say it bloomberg um no, i thought you were gonna say it now um, no it's just you man you're if it's no, you, you, success, bloomberg yeah that's you said last time <laughs> founders paul judge and ryan glover knew little about baking but seven hundred thousand believers joined their exec or exclusive wait list so can their fintech, which means like financial technology company, can their fintech company actually repair centuries of racist banking by Brett Pulley and Jordan Holman? Do you have thoughts? Yeah, I mean, first of all, shout out Killer Mike. Killer Mike's all about this. But I remember when he was talking about this, it's pretty much just, you know, black people trying to, or minorities trying to take control burn. of their own, to, can take control of their own money. Um, rather than being, you know, I guess, as it says, like beholden to um, the white dominated uh, financial systems kind of creating their own um, that I enjoyed this article because they talk about something which I knew about, which is like a whole nother debate topic or not even a debate. It better not be. But um, the 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 massacre on Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, yeah, and how yeah. that was a huge financial center. So that's something that I've known about for a really long time. And then if you haven't seen The Watchmen on HBO with Regina King, it's really good. Um, which which goes through that. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The first like 15, 20 minutes of the show is just like our depiction of what that would look like. And it was mind blowing when I saw it because I've only seen some pictures, um, but just a massive amount of wealth. Um, that was lost in the black community like generational wealth like like what people that would be considered like bajillionaires today um lost everything and so it's interesting to see these group of people along with killer mike really promoting it um just black people trying to take control of their own banking killer mike and, run the jewels run the jewels yeah run the jewels adidas um just you know really working to set up their own financial systems where they can kind of have their own money circulate amongst themselves it's interesting i mean it's not something that's not doable i mean it's the same as these nft guys 
creating like i don't know if it is doable like by one singular company um it's definitely a good step for sure yeah like yeah but like when like that it's just hyperbolic with with this like fucking title like like the one that i so like when i go through these like newspapers um they have different titles than the actual title which is stupid but it was like but it's like can can uh, this one company and like you know years or centuries of racism and it's like how the fuck would one company end centuries of racism like that you can't end it well like, yeah that's yeah that's obviously absurd but i think the idea i mean but but they're working towards it so shout out for that like well and i think that, the bloomberg title is better where it's like how it became the most hyped startup in black america so yeah that's, that's way more i thought true. that was oprah i thought that was Oprah. that was what oprah so what oprah said no 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 no. i thought oprah was the most hyped startup <laughs> you're so stupid <laughs> is she not i don't know i think oprah's beyond startup well i'm saying when she was a startup oh yeah i guess like oprah's yeah. oprah scares the shit out of me man oprah's, <laughs> dude speaking, I tell of, people, speaking of susan sarandon oprah like... <laughs> didn't inherit shit oprah didn't inherit anything so the uh, fact that did. oprah is as rich and as powerful as oprah is at this point like she's, she's why did crushed, he scare you though she's crushed people to get to, to the point to where she's at there's I no way just, she hasn't i was just up in montecito and i thought about swinging by and just being like yo Stedman, take t- step out. Stedman, Stedman, go to the take store. A st- take a step, man. Yeah, Stedman, <laughs> take a stead back, bitch. Goody two shoes in the house. That's right. You take a step back. I'll take two steps in my two shoes. She's like, quick, Stedman, call the cops. Our stalker's back. What? <laughs> she would. She give me like a cupcake and, and a condom. No, she'd give me like a <laughs> cupcake and a book of the month, and be like, "You really need to read this." Well, you know, one of my favorite books is The Power of Now, which she, you know, it was on her book club, but and I wish I didn't know that. No, um, but I think that it's it's cool. It says the startup is still 51% black owned. I think it's just, yeah, it's a step in the right direction. Um, I th- obviously people are gonna so be what are they doing? Do you remember? It sounds like they're like they have their own like cards. Like exclu- is it, are like they- their own debit and like their own debit cards. So, um, so th- I guess uh, let me. I, I mean, at the, at the risk of sounding like an asshole, like uh, remember we were talking about like you know standardized tests and how they were like letting like minorities like um, like opt out of it because yeah. of what? Yeah, is this is this kind of like segregation, like you know, in reverse or no? No, I would. I, I mean, would... it's solving a problem for sure, but like. At what, like, what point do you stop, like... No, because, I mean, that's, like, that's, you know, is that, that's, like, okay, these 10 people that we don't allow, that aren't in our club, started their own club, that the 50 of us aren't allowed in because now they, or that we're not in because they have their own club, and now we're pissed that we can't join it. And it's like, yeah, yeah well, those those 10 people weren't allowed to be in your club, so they started to do their own thing along the same lines. They just wanted their own club so they could have a club, too. And it's like, well, now we can't but it's based on race well yeah well i mean it's because like black owned, but there's but there's but i don't think that that's i don't i don't think that's necessarily segregation i mean i guess yeah like like okay so like remember like i started my own club fellowship of agnostic teens like you know and 
uh, an angst of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. However, um, it's it, like, okay, so let me give you a better example. Like uh, the NBA, it's majority black. However, anybody who can ball is allowed in, right? Not everybody can own a team. Not own a team. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm yeah, no. But we're ta- so so what we're talking about is, about is anybody can go to the bank, but only so many people can own a bank. And these guys are joining together to own their own banking system. So it's uh, like, okay. so do you see what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Jay Z partnering with the with the NFL. It's like he's in a room with Jerry Jones and all these other guys that do not speak his language, even see eye to eye with him, or even if, you know, they'd have to make a conscious effort to try to, if they really want it. Right. So Jay-Z being in that room and having that voice, whether you agree with what he says or not, then that's still impactful because he's not supposed like, like, I mean, whether you want to say they've actively taken measures to keep people like him out of that room, that's up for debate. Um, but the fact that well, he but is, we also don't, we know that the actual banking sector, like the uh, legacy banks, do actively try to yeah, keep yeah, I mean, like, yeah, we've seen like, like, like them the out of the room, yeah. yeah, like well, yeah, just not even just not even when it comes to like you know behind the scenes and being on like the board or anything in financial decisions. You know, you're talking about mortgages in general, people getting houses, people getting loans, people getting stuff. I mean, that's all that all plays a factor for them. So people co- coming together and being like, hey, you know, they're they're way more like chime if that makes sense in the sense that they're doing their own thing and they're not going to sit there and discriminate against somebody because of something against them. Not saying that there's any like what's chime. Chime is like, you know, where if you have like bad credit, no credit, you can go, you can join the premiums are low. You can get to It helps you build your credit back up. So, I mean, something like uh, this. So something that's like, what, that's what Amazon calls their like version of zoom is chime. Cause, because, you know, something like this, especially with killer Mike attached, I mean, in the best, hopes it would be something that they would reach out to communities and people to help them establish their credit you know go out and purchase homes or get a car there's lots of things where if you don't have credit like it's really difficult to navigate and they don't teach you that you figure uh, that i don't have a credit card but i just uh because i'm moving into this um new pad in westlake they ran a credit report on me they didn't for the it's... eighth time for the eighth time i'm moving into this place in westlake you said that a couple of times. No, no, but they I, ran no I know, no, but they ran my credit score. Yeah, no, I get it. Like, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, but no, it was over well over 700. I don't even have a fucking credit card. I'd hope so, man. You're like a white guy with some, you know, white, know. Draw, white drawstrings. On your Maybe hoodie. that proves the white point. White drawstrings Maybe that... on your hoodie. So, I mean, I hope you, you are at least rocking a 715, at least with those drawstrings. Okay, okay. but your boy doesn't like bank colors out on the streets so i got blue shorts and on you're going outside i with got your blue laptop. shorts you're going outside with your laptop while playing a online poker tournament and get into an altercation with the neighbor who throws a paddle at you your credit score is at least 730 <laughs> at least 730 or bullshit right there and your uh, brother's rocking a 740 with that. No, 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 He's just rocking this shit ton of cash. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's fair not enough. even close. Fair not enough, even close. Um, <laughs> all right, y'all. Episode 33. We yeah. love y'all. We love y'all. Hold we on. L- slow down. You always hold Czech on. Republic. Shout out. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, follow. Don't unsubscribe or unfollow. Ignore this asshole. Um, but we appreciate the support. Appreciate y'all watching. It's been awesome. Screen players will be back. We will have it 
if we're going to stream it like we did last time, I'm thinking about it. We might only do it on Facebook and on Twitch and not stream on YouTube. I just don't want to get another strike. But the clips made it so much better. It's like, I don't know what to I do. I know. No, I know what to do. We'll just call, we'll call Larry Smith over at Google and then just get him on the phone and just be like, listen, this is fair use. You know, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. I will see. I might reach out to tech support. Um, but all right. But yeah, no, appreciate y'all listening. And yeah, episode 33. Thank you for having me with you again, Mr. Goody Two Shoes. Thank you. Buddy. I can't, I seriously can't believe we've made it this far. It's pretty dope. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, yeah, go fuck yourselves. That's my line, dude. Get I'm sorry. I, 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 all right, no, you called nice. me an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I did. You've been saying all sorts of sussy stuff today. No, I'm just kidding. I always uh, do. I always do. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all watching. We'll see you guys on Sunday. Y'all go fuck yourselves and have a good, safe week. Peace. Shout out. out.